0: This is Barry Zelma speaking for Claim School Incorporated's blog, Zelma on insurance. Today we're going to speak about why a lawyer by any other name is still a lawyer and why the United States District Court for the District of New York eliminated an insurer's attorney client privilege. And we must understand why a lawyer is not, nor is he or she ever able to be, a super adjuster. I became a lawyer in 1972. Before that, I was an insurance adjuster and investigator working my way through law school. Since 1972, I have never been, nor have I acted as an adjuster or an investigator. Of course, part of being a lawyer requires some investigation because failing to do so would be a breach of the fiduciary duty of a lawyer to his or her client. I learned immediately upon entering law school and later in the practice of law that an attorney's failure to investigate potential defenses constitutes a denial of effective assistance of counsel. In fact, as the Supreme Court of Oregon stated, quote, to fulfill the role assigned to defense counsel under our adversarial system of criminal justice, a lawyer must investigate the facts and inform himself or herself with the respect to the law, to the extent appropriate to the nature and complexity of the case. Close quote. The attorney-client privilege protects the client from disclosure of private communications with counsel. Communications from a lawyer to his client conveying legal advice and giving information to the lawyer to enable him to give sound and informed advice is always privileged. The investigation conducted by a lawyer as part of his or her duty to properly represent a client is the work of a lawyer, and is and should always be protected by the attorney-client privilege and the work product protection. However, it seems in modern jurisprudence that some privileges are more equal than others. With regard to insurance matters, some courts have ignored the duties owed by a lawyer to the client, and have eliminated the attorney-client privilege and the work product protection for most documents created by those lawyers who provide advice to insurers. For most of the more than 45 years I have been involved as a lawyer providing legal advice to insurers, I have been accused of being a super adjuster rather than a lawyer, to allow insureds to gain an advantage against an insurer and gain access to the private legal advice given to the represented insurer. The attorney-client privilege belongs to the client, not the lawyer, and can be a waived but not eliminated. In Catarat, grant and company versus great american insurance company united states district court for the eastern district of new york on july 25 2023 concluded that it was all right to compel an insurer to produce documents that include the legal advice provided by a lawyer to an insurer since it concluded that the lawyer involved with the requested documents was acting as an investigator or an adjuster rather than as a lawyer. The documents at issue revealed that as early as April of 2019, Great American had obtained outside counsel Graziano to discuss claims under a bond. The USDC outlined the issue before it as follows, quote, New York courts... Are often faced with deciding claims of attorney client privilege in the context of insurance coverage disputes. Central to such privilege decisions is the issue of whether outside counsel is performing the role of a claims investigator or that of an attorney offering legal advice. Documents reflecting claims investigation activities are subject to discovery even if those activities were performed by an attorney. Close quote. The work product protection is the lawyer's, unlike the attorney client privilege that applies only to the client. Protection does not exist for documents that are prepared in the ordinary course of business or that would have been created in essentially similar form irrespective of a litigation or an anticipated litigation. The cataract Grant and co-court refused to provide the attorney-client privilege to documents created by the lawyer or on behalf of the lawyer, except a single document that showed that the lawyer Graziano's legal analysis and opinions. It contained legal advice and the court concluded it, therefore, was primarily legal rather than investigatory in nature. It and only it was determined to be covered by the attorney-client privilege. The court was wrong and should be reversed if the insurer is able to seek appellate relief. In my opinion, a lawyer giving legal advice to an insurer faced with a claim is required to to properly serve his or her client to conduct a thorough legal investigation into the issues presented by the insurer for assistance and legal advice. That advice can include many different things, but none changes the lawyer into an investigator or a claims adjuster. Had counsel sat silent and only wrote a coverage opinion without using his or her skill, legal knowledge and skill to obtain directly or by asking for additional information to prepare the coverage opinion that the court found was privileged, but all other documents were not, is simply error. It is not only error, the opinion is an insult to the lawyer who acted as a coverage lawyer. The lawyer needed to obtain sufficient information from the insurer client so that he or she could provide a thorough, well-reasoned and researched coverage opinion that was not within the ken of the insurance adjuster who had enough knowledge and experience to recognize that he or she needed the assistance and legal analysis of an experienced insurance coverage lawyer. The super-adjuster theory that no investigative work of a lawyer can be part of the lawyer's analysis that is protected by the attorney-client privilege and or the work product protection is simply in error and a false conclusion. This video was adapted from my blog, Zelma on Insurance, which is available free to anyone who clicks on the URL zelma.com slash blog. It is also subject to subscription and you can without charge subscribe to the blog post and you will receive all blog postings usually five or six a week and access to the more than 4,500 blog postings you will also receive access if you wish to the free videos on rumble.com or youtube.com and if you do I'd appreciate it if you click on the Like button on YouTube or the Thumbs Up button on Rumble.com. And please, if you found these useful, tell your friends and colleagues about the blog and the videos and let them subscribe to the blog and the videos as well. And if you're interested in further detail about insurance, insurance law, insurance coverage, and insurance fraud, please consider subscribing to my Substack publications or my Locals community. Thank you for your attention.